Welcome to the Gresham Renaissance Podcast. Hi, this is Dina Danucci, and I am here with Counselor Eddie Morales as well. We are finally getting back to a Gresham Renaissance podcast. It's been a minute, huh, Eddie? Yeah, in some ways we're having our own renaissance. We indeed <laughs> are. But we're really excited because today we're going to have some guests that are talking on a topic a little bit different than we usually talk about. I know this is probably really close to your heart, Eddie. Do you want to talk about what the topic is going to be of the day? Yeah, I am really, really excited about our guest today. Um as, as you know, Dina, I helped to start an organization here called East County Rising in 2017. It has grown into an organization that I don't think I would have ever imagined it to be. When we first created it, it was a group of people coming together to change the face of politics in East County and to engage people who have historically not been engaged in elections and civic life and leadership. And, you know, uh, reflecting back, I think the organization has been so effective, so much because of the grassroots leadership and supporters and leaders that um, make up this incredible network. I will have to say, um, when I was running for city council, and not deciding whether I wanted to run for city council, but um, (laughs) thank you very much to ECR and others who were really encouraging and let me know that if I was running, they would be there to help me along the way to represent the values that are important to me. So... Yeah, ECR has been been great a great support for me and I know for so many others to understand the process and how to make a difference. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that because, you know, this this whole area of work, government, politics, has been such an insider game for so long. And East County Rising has really opened that up and made it a more inclusive um, place for um, people who are have great ideas, lived experience to be able to um, run and get involved. So if somebody wanted to find out more about East County Rising, do you have a website? Yeah, it is www.eastcountyrisingcommunityprojects.org. So with that, should we get on with uh, introducing your guests for the day? Yeah, I would love to. So today we have two incredible leaders in our community with very long history with East County Rising. We have Joseph Santos Lyons, who is our kind of acting managing director for East County Rising Action Fund, um, which we'll get into in a little bit, um, but has really also come on to help us pull together a really, really exciting event, which we'll also get into in a minute. So I don't want to... Hi, Joseph. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for being here. And um, we also have uh, uh, someone who has been part of East County Rising from the beginning, uh, she's on the board of East County Rising PAC, Amanda Orozco, who has also been an elected official, has been supportive to so many of our leaders and candidates in the organization. And so grateful for her. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. So what is your current role? Aren't you working in politics currently or legislation? Oh, yeah, I'm all over the place. Well, um, I'm in the Oregon State Legislature right now uh, as a legislative aide. I was there. I've been there for about three years now, working in Representative Ricky Ruiz's office. And now, currently, I work in Representative Hua Wen's office. I was her chief of staff for about three months and recently took on someone. And next up, I will be managing her campaign. So look out for me on the field out there in the future, y'all. Super exciting. Yay. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I first, uh, Amanda and I first met when we we're starting East County Rising. And I think we reached out to each other and had a conversation and I, you became someone who really inspired me to want to get involved and do more here. And I know that in some ways, like, 
me running for office also inspired you to run for office as well. Yeah, absolutely. No, Eddie, you were, Eddie was like one of the biggest like inspirations for me to keep running in Gresham. Like when I first started working with East County Rising, I recently just graduated from college. I didn't really know what to do outside of like, you know, doing research and like, how do I actually engage in the community? And to me, when I first met Eddie, he was larger than life, talking to everyone, getting the work done. And I was all like, this is how you get stuff done. So I just need to get to know this guy. And he's so humble and just so approachable. And he really just wants to encourage everyone to just play a part in the community. And I feel like that's what ECR is. It brings people in. It gives everyone a chance who feel like they don't know where they can go, but they want to make a difference. You come to East County Rising. And he really makes it accessible to all in the community. Well, and I guess I have a question for, for you, Amanda. Like, as you reflect back to our first kickoff event and... We had over 100 people that came to this, and it was the real face of East County. We had people from the Muslim community, our immigrant communities. We had young people, seniors. We had nurses, teachers. I mean, you name it. That room was packed, and and people contributed to really launching and starting East County Rising. If you think back, Amanda, like, give us a, like your reflections, your thoughts of the progression of this organization and of this movement. Okay, so I would say it's very obvious that East County Rising has made a mark in the community. I feel like just in general, if I think of politics 10 years ago, it looks absolutely nothing like it does today. Like back in the day, it was like the Gresham Chamber or just chambers in East County in general just had all the say in what was going on. And then you have East County Rising saying that the people should have more say in organizing. And ever since then, it just feels like we see more electeds that look like people that actually live in the community, people that have like modest backgrounds. And because I feel like the average person thinks of like, you know, if you're going to be in politics, you need to have a full retirement fund, have all the networks and connections. But East County Rising has been proven that like it teaches people how to organize. If anything, I would argue that East County Rising taught opponents and critics of East County Rising how to organize better out here. Because ever since then, we have never <laughs> seen opposition organized as hard before until now. People are paying attention to what's going on out here thanks to East County Rising. And I feel like it's just going to get better. We're getting more energized. Uh, people are becoming more aware of what's going on. And there are people that are you know, you'll even see more younger people that are becoming more engaged. Like I've noticed, like even online or just in the community in general, like people that want to be more politically active are looking to East County Rising, looking to leaders like us. I feel like even leaders like us from East County Rising, we do make ourselves accessible to the public, which is the very reason why we do East County Rising to begin with. Yeah, I, I love that you said that because I do think out of a lot of the elected leaders that I get to meet in the state, and in the country, like, there's something unique about an East County Rising elected. You know, like, they're super generous with their time. They really take the time to, like, support others and, and each other, too, which is, I think, a really great uh, segue into another thing I want to talk about. Make sure that the community gets to really know Joseph and your kind of pathway into East County Rising and then tell us a little bit about, like, this kind of pivotal uh, event we're about to have. I'm excited to hear this too because I have been wanting to know more about Joseph. So yay, I'm glad we're yeah. doing this. I'm so glad to spend some time with you, Tina. So I'm Joseph Santos Lyons. Uh, grew up in Oregon. My mom went to Park Rose High School. My dad was Central Catholic and I grew up mostly um, here in the state. Went to University of Oregon. Go Ducks. Go Ducks. And uh, I, my journey to East County Rising is more recent. Um, in the past I had 
worked in uh, Oregon as an executive director for the Asian American Pacific Islander organization called APANO. Nice. Go APANO. Mm -hmm. And uh, had also been very active in the Unitarian Church, uh, where I serve as a community minister. As East County Rising was forming, um, APANO kind of was kind of, you know, I was transitioning out of APANO, but we were very excited to see the efforts to build a coalition in East Multnomah County, which we see as one of the most diverse, kind of fastest changing parts of our state, where many immigrants and refugees are based, and where we had done a lot of organizing ourselves with Asian and Pacific Islanders. So we were super excited to see the development of ECR. And uh, after kind of a little bit of a break from Apano, in 2022, I had the opportunity to come back and uh, work part-time with ECR, with Eddie and the team, uh, to support the coordinated campaign and to engage with candidates, often first-time folks across the smaller communities in East Multnomah from 82nd Ave all the way out to Corbett, uh, folks who often you know, are running very grassroots campaigns with few resources. And uh, sometimes the first women, uh, people of color, and LGBTQ folks uh, to serve in public office. And now that East County Rising is approaching its sixth year, many of these folks are running for re-election for the first time. And I'm excited to bring kind of some of the organizational skills and some of the organizing interests to build a strong foundation. So these folks have a shot at winning again and again. We can win progressive um, kind of majorities on our school boards and city councils, which is some of the hardest work. And that's also the front lines where we see the culture wars today, where we see kind of the impacts on our local economy and where we see opportunities for a better future being laid down in the policies that our boards and commissions are adopting. So it's really great to be a part of the team to work with each of you. And uh, I feel, it does feel like Gresham really is the center of East County and a place where you know many new people are calling home. And ECR has been really crucial I think, like Amanda said, in changing the face of, you know, who we see in leadership and to empower younger, more diverse folks who are making up a significant part of the future of this county. One of the great things that I, about what you just said and what Amanda said, you know, about the work we've done to really dig deep into our communities, get people who maybe historically wouldn't have thought of themselves as a candidate or a staffer for someone who isn't elected, or a community leader um, is that we've been really, really successful. Uh, Dina, you said that. You, all three of you, have said this. Um, and I think you know we were reflecting um, towards the end of last year about the tremendous success the, this organization has had. I think um, it's recruited over 50 people uh, to run for office or involved in 50 campaigns, and it's had a pretty great win rate. Right. So I think over 40 people. Are holding office right now in some capacity and one of the things that you know hasn't happened in the past is we um, although we are connected and we support each other with ideas and and work uh, rarely do we get to come together and talk about our larger vision and our policy ideas for the region and you know we did a small attempt a few years ago to get all of us on a zoom call and uh, we all went around and talked about what our legislative priorities were going to be for the year. Um, and so at least people knew what others were going to be working on. But I don't think we had this level of, of coordination and this level of an event that we're having with um, because of the work that, that you've been doing. 
uh, Joseph. So can you tell us a little bit about what this event is and what, our, what the goal for it is? The East County Rising Summit is going to be held October 14th at Mount Hood Community College. And really the roots of this go back um, to 2022, which was a really tough election year. We just saw a lot of backlash, a lot of um, kind of rhetoric that was dehumanizing, that was felt really destructive to our communities. And I think many of our candidates and the volunteers who worked with them experienced a lot of hate, uh, a lot of negative online and kind of in-person reactions from the community. And it really felt like this was a time that we needed to do some work together to ground ourselves in the values of East County Rising and what our future could be and to know the good work that everyone is working on. We had initially kind of envisioned kind of a backyard barbecue style gathering, kind of networking, something a little bit more low key. As we made a series of one-on-one conversations in the spring to discuss kind of what could an event look like, we just received overwhelming interest in a face-to-face gathering and something more substantial. And this is uh, now kind of post-pandemic, probably the biggest event that East County Rising has organized. We've got around 125 folks already registered to come to the summit. And I, I see some coming in still. Some still coming in, yeah. And the day itself is really going to be more of a leadership development, kind of a policy issues, skills training, and networking event. It's not a campaign event for us. Uh, this, this is going to be a nonpartisan uh, event. That's really a chance for both policymakers, organizers, and advocates to be together and to share some food, to listen to one another um, around kind of the issues and the campaigns that they're working on on the policy level. So Joseph, are we are we going to encourage people that are thinking about running to come to this? Will they get some value um, out of this opportunity? Do they sign up just on the East County Rising site? Or how do people that are thinking about whether they're going to run for office how do they find out uh, whether this is for them and how to how to get engaged with it? And, and Dina, I would say um, for people who are wanting to run for office, but people who also want to get involved, I would say that too. You know, um, we have a lot of people who, as Amanda said, like there's a sparked interest in our community and people are being vocal. And so how do how do yeah, how do people get involved? Yeah, well the way to register for the event is to go to bit.ly slash ECR summit which is bit.ly slash ECR Summit. And the summit is uh, 20 bucks for the day. It's all day at Mount Hood Community College. It includes uh, lunch and dinner, and it features some incredible speakers, including Congressman Earl Blumenauer is coming. We'll have um, folks speaking on youth issues and parks issues and economic development in East County, and a chance to really get to know other folks um, particularly the leaders and the organizations that are really moving some of the best work in East County. So to kind of Dina's question, you know, if you're interested in getting more involved, and that might mean running for office one day or serving on a board and commission, this is an incredible place to be. You get a chance to see folks. I think we're still coming out of the Zoom pandemic era where we often do so much online and to have kind of a good, safe, day-long event for our folks felt really important. But I want to also just invite Amanda to share kind of 
what else might be happening on October 14th and what maybe you're looking forward to? Oh man, me personally, I'm looking forward to the networking and the workshops and everything. Like, I think it's gonna be a great place to get to know people that you've always wanted to know, bumped into, or just like hear what, you know, any leader or organizer in the community has to say. Like, if there's someone you look up to, like let's say climate issues are a big deal to you, Guess what? Representative Confam will be talking about climate issues. So that's something I'm personally looking forward to. And I know that a lot of youth today are really serious about climate issues. And I have a little bit of a bias, but I'm also going to be speaking about uh, youth and equity in education as well. Uh, just mostly working with kids is my personal, personal passion. So I personally look forward to working with other people that are also passionate about kids and our future. And I feel like this is going to be the perfect place to do so. Yeah, one of the speakers said, you know, we're bringing some of those great hallway conversations that happen in between other events around um, kind of, you know, what good work is happening between school districts, between city councils, in the state legislature, and bringing it into a space that's more accessible to the community. The event will have food, childcare, interpretation. It's at an accessible place at Mount Hood Community College. And so if you're interested in in coming want to learn more about the program, definitely check out bit.ly slash ECR Summit or um, kind of reach out to us directly. Um, you can find us at uh, ecrcommunityprojects.org. So I, um, I want to jump in here because clearly there's a lot of preparation and organization that's gone into this and planning. Amanda, you talked about some of the topics that are going to be discussed, some of the speakers that are going to be there. How Can you just give us a little insight on like how did this come about? Like, who's been organizing this? What, how did you all engage the community in, like, setting the agenda and, like, making sure that this is a worthwhile event for people? Yeah, back in the spring, I had met with some of the ECR uh, leadership to sort of talk about where the organization might be going. And, you know, really some of the board members and longtime leaders said, you know, we really envisioned every couple of years having a good kind of event, um, an opportunity to really uh, sync up kind of issues and agendas, learn about priorities, learn about who the new people are, because there's also a lot of transition happening. So we set out to do a community scan, and between March and June, we talked to maybe 50 uh, folks, some electeds, some organizational leaders, and just sort of did a deep listening to what they would want to see have, um, what they would want to see happen. And out of that came some of the initial ideas. And then in June, we formed a planning team that includes Amanda, um, seven other community folks, including some of our local electeds and other um, kind of organizers and advocates. And we started to meet to develop out more fully the program. One of the things that is exciting about the 14th is that it's a deep local focus. So we're really working to engage folks from East Portland and Park Rose, Rockwood and Gresham, Troutdale, Fairview, Wood Village, and Corbett. Uh, so we have folks already coming from each of those communities, which is really exciting. But then we're also going to be zooming out and looking at how kind of the work that East County Rising is doing to build a progressive, multiracial, pluralistic democracy, which is something that really in this country is under threat. With some, of the, with some of the foolishness and shenanigans happening nationally, mm -hmm. but it's also an issue around the world. We're going to have a couple of folks who are local but have been a part of multiracial movements, uh, one in India challenging Hindu nationalism, one in Togo uh, where they challenged kind of the, a more right-wing government in West Africa uh, to really talk about the opportunities and challenges of 
and sort of the why we do the work we're doing. And so we're excited to bring on both uh, Dr. Kofi and uh, Eric Ward from Race Forward and Kelly Weigel, who used to serve as director of the Rural Organizing Project, to speak to more of the values and the experiences of communities that have had to really move a community into a more multiracial, pluralistic democracy, which is what we see East County Rising doing every day. I'm really excited about it. Anytime I get to hear Amanda, you speak, or um, our Congressman Earl speak, or Eric Ward, or Kelly, like I feel um, so much more informed and inspired. And so um, if that's even just a, a hint of the lineup, I am really, really um, looking forward to, to the CVAT. I want to just thank you, Amanda, too, for putting in this time as part of the seven-person like leadership committee, because I know you have so many other things going on. And so what's that experience been like for you? Uh, an honor, really. Um, East County Rising has done so much for the community, so much for me. Like East County Rising, I'm not trying to sound like over the top or anything, but it really has changed my life. Like I don't know where I would be if I didn't learn the organizing skills that I have today, if not for East County Rising. I actually owe my life today and what it looks like today because of East County Rising. And I hope that it can continue to do this for so many other people in the future. And I hope it goes for like decades or generations. I hope that this is a lasting event and folks that show up to the summit in a few weeks, like I hope that they feel energized and inspired and we have a presidential election coming up. I hope that they want to show up and make the real good changes that our communities deserve to see, that our futures deserve to see. And I feel like this is just a spark in a next wave of leadership and organizers for the future to make East County look better. East County is hands down the most diverse area in the entire state. So if we're not taking care of East County, we're not taking care of the state in general. Working in the legislature, I learned that like Portland essentially pays for everything in the state of Oregon. So if we can take care of our home, then just imagine what the rest of it outside will look like. I'm really glad that you are helping pivot us to focus a little bit on why East County. You know, um, just this week I've had multiple conversations with people who are like, well, why isn't East County rising in Salem? Or why isn't East County rising in Eugene? And I said, well, it's a geographic place-based organizing group. What's the so significant about getting organized, would you say, as a region? I mean, Amanda, you started talking about this, you know, about the role that Portland particularly has in funding a lot of the state legislative stuff. But, like, tell us more, like, what is possible if this kind of geographic area of East County, like, were to be the most organized and the most networked and the most, you know, um, impactful? Yeah, I feel like overall... Families from Portland are just moving over to East County to raise their families, like myself included. Like, I'm staying here to raise my family. And when I canvass and I go door to door, there are so many people that get pushed out from all over the state that are looking to East County to say, like, hey, this is the closest region I can live in to stay connected to my community, my family, everything. So this is a big family-oriented area. And so the vision is there. Uh, we just want a better future for all of us, like, like we said earlier. We just don't feel like we're being seen out here. We feel like this East County has mostly just been serving, like, you know, the old guard that's been here for many generations. But there are a lot of, like, new families, new generations showing up. And East County Rising is setting up the stage for all of us to just grow and thrive. And East County has all the potential in the world to be, like, the most diverse, equitable. And it can also be the best model for the state of Oregon, in my humble opinion. If we just, like, put all of our resources in, pay attention to the area, and just demonstrate what community organizing can do like if we 
what's that saying? How does it go? Like, we take care of us. So that's just basically what I feel with East County Rising. We are taking care of ourselves and each other. Joseph, do you want to jump in here, too? Yeah, I just want to affirm kind of what Amanda's sharing, because with the changing demographics, with the growth of the community, uh, that old guard you spoke about, which has had a long history um, of often neglect and overlooking communities, it really runs the risk of alienating more and more people in our community. And we know when people are alienated, they have poor health outcomes, they have kind of uh, less resources often, they, they, they both experience more, and it can be a downward spiral that can be a negative for a community. And so for East County Rising to be really lifting up all people and to be paying attention to those who are often on the margins, to really have them centered in decision-making, have opportunities for them to learn the skills and the analysis and the confidence to serve in our communities is really powerful for the future of East County. I just wanted to also just highlight for October 14th, it really is for us kind of the who's who of the center-left progressive kind of moderate coalition that East County Rising has been building across um, across all of our small cities and school boards. And so if you want to get a chance, like Amanda said, to sort of hear directly from folks that you may have read about in the paper, you may have seen on your ballot, um, who are making kind of, you know, tough decisions about how to address the affordability crisis, who are looking to expand parks and recreation opportunities, who want to improve schools and equity, this is a great day for you. But if you can't make October 14th, um, please just stay in touch with us and sign up to be on our list uh, to get more involved. We are, you know, a lightly staffed um, organization. Uh, we do a lot with volunteers and we rely a lot on community. And we would love to get to know you. And if you're thinking of wanting to jump in on a campaign, whether it's a ballot measure or a policy issue or even running for office, we're here to support you. I would just like to add to this um, one of my experiences when running for office and um, working with um, East County Rising along the way. You know, there was nothing that felt better. I didn't have my own big group of volunteers, but when I would go to an event as a candidate, the amount of people that were activated and and volunteering because they believed in the cause that they were so happy to get out there. It, it really changed my attitude about how many people out there uh, really, really want change and were really willing to put their time into it. So if, so if you feel that way, volunteer work is amazing. Sometimes people can only give a little bit of time. Every little bit helps, even though you might th not think it's going to make that big of a difference. Getting the vote out on really important issues in your community is worth every minute. I really appreciate all of the volunteers who are just amazing, um, the volunteers to get out the vote. I totally agree, Dina. I just have one more question for both of you um, as our closing. And I do want to agree with you that this is literally the who's who of, I would go as far as saying Oregon politics. I get um, feedback all the time about like the leadership that comes out of East County. And, you know, at the state level, we have Andrea Valderrama, who's like the whip. You have Ricky Reese, who's like the vice whip and also chair, I believe, of the BIPOC caucus, which is a growing caucus in our state. I know Juan Wynn, um, you know, um, Tui Tran, um, obviously Con Pham, like you name, Casey Jama, you name it. 
it's just a really dynamic like dynamic group of people and then when you get to your locals of course like won't cover everyone but wendy law and i mean dina Den- the dina Danucci and vince jones dixon you know it's like really a rock star set of people um who all share this great value together and who are really not just having an impact here in east county but are really shaping the direction of our state um, in these leadership positions. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, what do you all think is going to be the like aftermath or the impact of the summit? Well, October 14th is really about um, also planting seeds for the future. And so some of those seeds we hope will flourish in 2024 and that it will create both strong alliances between policymakers and organizers on some of the big solutions that East County and the state need particularly around affordability issues, around parks and rec, around schools. Um, But longer term, maybe the experience of being in community at Mount Hood Community College together with over 100 folks will give people the idea of serving in a more profound way. And maybe they'll take a leap of faith to serve on a board and commission or say yes to running for something bigger. And that's what we're here to do is we're here to cultivate, to support, to build confidence for our kind of progressive agenda in East County. Yeah, I personally think that the best thing that can come out of it is people will talk about it and people will just spread the word about the work that we do and feel like, hey, if, if, if it's that accessible to everybody, then I can do it too. And I hope that getting, I hope it shows people like getting involved in local politics or just being involved in your community it's actually pretty easy if you just set aside time for it. It's not impossible. Anyone can just set up and do it. And that's what I hope to see. I hope to see more organizers. I hope I hope that we have an overrun of organizers. Like, we can never have enough. And I think one of the things that has happened in our society is everybody watches the news and everybody becomes so frustrated and they feel quite hopeless. Um, they may tend to talk to their friends about their frustrations. But I'm not sure a lot of people are motivated or have found out how to get engaged to actually make a difference and then change that. And people may not understand, even at the local level, by getting involved, what a profound change that can have and driving driving changes um, even even bigger um, within our state, regionally, you name it. It's, it's the opportunity to believe again that you can do something and it's not just a foregone conclusion that this is what, what the future is going to look like. We need to build the strength in this movement uh, so that we have a brighter future to look forward to. Yes, get off the TV get off the social media and get in community with it and do something about it. Like don't be a sideline couch sitting, you know, political. Like we don't need more people with a lot of analysis. We need people who are actually going to do the work. No more doom scrolling. Correct. Get up and yeah, come out. <laughs> and and, and like put change. your energy in a group like East County Rising with community and, and actually change things. So um, you all reminded me of this saying, especially talking about like how you're planting seeds for the future. Like, you know, um, they tried to bury us, right? Uh, but they didn't know we were seeds. And I think oh, that I is a great that. way to, to end um, today's podcast. Well, if we are wrapping this up, oh my gosh, I am so glad I got to be here today. I am so impressed with all the information. Joseph, so happy to learn so much about you and you Amanda. Yeah. Um, any, any parting words before we finish up, Joseph? 
know, just I hope to see folks on October 14th. Thank you, Dina and Eddie, for hosting this space today and in the future. It's great to have the Gresham Renaissance podcast out in the community. It's a real great resource. Thank you. And Amanda. Yeah, thank you for having me. And now let's get going. Let's educate. Let's agitate. Let's organize. Let's do this. I'm excited. Woo-woo. Yeah. And we look forward to having you guys back on here. And, you know, of course, like always, we miss when one of our colleagues isn't here. So Councilor Jones-Dixon. Um, you know, hope we'll have him here for the next one. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, yeah.